Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. I'm Maria Pashardis and joining me is Lead Investment Analyst Rafi Boyajian. We'll be reviewing the week ahead. So Rafi, it will be a busy week with several central bank meetings coming up. Let's start over in New Zealand with the RBNZ. Markets are pricing in a possibility of rate hikes earlier than first predicted. Why is this happening and what do you think we'll hear from policymakers when they meet on Wednesday? Well, we just had some very upbeat business confidence uh, numbers out of New Zealand and uh, it was much stronger than expected. So investors uh, have uh, in fact brought forward the timing of when they believe the RBNZ will begin uh, raising interest rates. Uh, now, previously the markets were expecting August 22 as the likely date. Now this has been brought forward to November of this year. So that's quite a dramatic um, shift in expectations. Um, and that, that's because even though we do have the worries about this Delta outbreak, New Zealand really because of its tight uh, border controls um, hasn't been exposed yet to, to another outbreak. Uh, so the RBNZ really has no reason uh, to delay tapering. And in fact, uh, markets are predicting they will have to uh, begin tightening much quicker. The question is, does the RBNZ agree with this market bets because they might see it uh, as being way too aggressive uh, because it's quite a shift from November uh, from August 2022 to, to November uh, and although we're not going to have any press conference uh, after the meeting nor we're not we're not also not going to see any updated forecast the RBNZ might town might try to pare back uh, these market bets by perhaps sounding more cautious in their statement uh, the question is uh, if they were to do that would this really have a huge impact on the Kiwi uh, probably not and that's because the New Zealand dollar hasn't didn't really benefit from this shift in expectations uh, because it was weighed this week by uh, this uh, big risk-off mood we have in the markets and of course uh, the very strong US dollar. Uh, so because the Kiwi didn't really rise, there's probably not going to be a huge sell-off should the RBNZ uh, try to push back on those uh, expectations. Okay, now the Bank of Canada and the Bank of Japan also have meetings coming up on Wednesday and Friday respectively. Are we expecting any changes in policy for either bank? And what reaction can we expect to see in the Canadian dollar and Japanese yen? Well, the Bank of Canada has already uh, started to officially uh, taper its uh, pandemic emergency stimulus. Uh, they have already reduced their weekly bond purchases uh, twice already, uh, and they're probably going to do that again uh, next week, uh, reducing their uh, purchase, uh, the, the pace of purchases from 3 billion Canadian dollars to 2 billion uh, and they're also going to publish a set of updated forecasts. Uh, now this will be interesting to watch because uh, markets will want to see whether the BOC still expects to raise rates in the second half of next year or if whether the BOC now sees perhaps an earlier uh, hike uh, and this is because uh, the Bank of Canada did publish its business outlook survey, uh, which showed that business confidence uh, was on the rise and the recovery, the Canadian recovery was broadening. Uh, so we're likely to see a more upbeat Bank of Canada. Uh, and all in all, a meeting will probably be quite positive for the loony, even though like the Kiwi, the Canadian dollar has been somewhat weighed uh, down uh, by this uh, risk aversion we've seen in the we're seeing in the markets right now. Now, as for the Bank of Japan, they will probably buck the trend uh, because Japan 
Japan is now seeing some signs of a virus surge in Tokyo. Uh, Tokyo has been placed back under restrictions, um, especially in the run-up to the Olympic Games uh, and other uh, regions. Uh, they're only now just coming out of state of emergency. Uh, so although the Japanese recovery did get off to a smooth start, it has got a much bumpier uh, and the Bank of Japan uh, there's a strong chance they will revise down their growth forecast for the current uh, fiscal year. Now, as far as the yen is concerned, uh, the yen, of course, is a safe haven, so it's really benefited from this risk aversion in the markets. Uh, so a more downbeat Bank of Japan probably won't do much to hurt the yen, unless, of course, we do see a return of risk appetite by the time of the meeting next Friday, uh, by which more negative Bank of Japan might uh, accentuate uh, any sell-off uh, in the yen. Looking at China now, we'll get GDP numbers for the second quarter on Thursday, as well as monthly readings for industrial production and retail sales. What is this data likely to tell us about economic growth in China? We are, so we are seeing quite a bit of uh, worry in the marketplace that uh, growth in China uh, has uh, is slowing down and the recovery has peaked. Uh, now we've had some regulatory action in China, some crackdowns, maybe uh, some tighter liquidity, uh, and all of this might have might have had a, might have impacted uh, the growth picture there. Uh, and on top of that, we now have this Delta outbreak that has also kind of. Uh, darken the mood a little bit. Um, so if you were to see worse than expected numbers, that would underscore the view that China's rebound has lost some steam and could uh, further hit uh, risk appetite, uh, not just in China, but globally as well. Uh, on the other hand, if you were to see some uh, better than expected numbers, that would come as a huge relief and it could, uh, in fact, uh, lift the market spirits. And finally, over in the U.S., the CPI report for June on Tuesday and retail sales figures on Friday will be the main highlights. How might this data affect the odds of earlier tapering by the Fed? So that is interesting because we just did have the Fed minutes and uh, in fact we saw the Fed is uh, in no hurry to begin tapering, uh, that the decision could still be uh, months away. So if the recent surge in inflation hasn't really changed the policy course for the Fed, then the June CPI numbers probably won't uh, either. Uh, so the top going to be uh, more focused on the retail sales numbers that's, that are due on Friday uh, because there have been signs that consumption uh, is slowing uh, because the, the stimulus the effects of, from those stimulus payments we saw early in the year and the, the boost from the reopening of the economy, those appear to be fading. Uh, and analysts are forecasting that there's going to be no change in retail sales for the months of June. Uh, and that would be perhaps slightly worrisome uh, and could maybe weigh on the, on the dollar a little bit. Uh, but on the whole, uh, although there's been a lot of speculation about the Fed tapering, the, the timeline of Fed tapering hasn't really changed dramatically. Um, and uh, we'll probably see that either next week either. Uh, but it could sway uh, if we, we were to see a surprise uh, strong retail sales print, it could perhaps sway bets towards maybe an early or slightly more aggressive take, tapering, uh, which would uh, lift the dollar even further. Rafi, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us on XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.